Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? We are back. Woohoo! I took a break from the podcast over this summer um, that ended up being a little longer than I had anticipated, but I've been itching to get back to the podcast. And so here we are. I'm so excited. Uh, I was going to say it's a new season. It's not season two. We're just back at it. So super excited. Um, But not only are we back, but I have some really great news to share with you all before we get to our uh, fallacy for today. First of all, We hit over 60,000 downloads this summer, you guys. This blew me away because normally when a show takes a break, their listens and their downloads drop severely. But that has not happened with this podcast. Word has continued to get out and it has continued to get downloads and new listeners, even when I wasn't producing any new episodes. This is kind of mind-blowing to me, but I'm so thankful. To me, it means that people know this is an important topic and they're interested in learning more, which makes me super happy and people are sharing it. And that is awesome. I love that. Secondly, I was interviewed on several podcasts um, over the summer, which may be part of the reason we continue to have new listeners. I had set a goal of being interviewed on 10 podcasts by the end of the year, and so far I've been on six. There's a seventh happening this week, so I'm hoping to get at least a couple more by the end of the year to hit that 10. So if you know anybody who has a podcast that I might be a good fit for, I would... I'd love to have you connect me. That'd be awesome. Just shoot me an email at think at filter through a brain cell.com or message me on Instagram or something like that. Um, I also got to speak at a homeschool conference over the summer, as well as at a local Turning Point USA faith event here where we live. I just love it. I love sharing the message that we can learn to think well. And we can recognize ridiculousness when we see it. Okay, that's two. Third, I have four pieces of good news for y'all. So here's number three. Number three, the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast has a sponsor. You guys, this is huge. As a podcaster, it's a huge deal to get a sponsor to help support what we do. And I'm so, so grateful to Classical Conversations for sponsoring this show. And it was an easy yes for me uh, because Classical Conversations is the homeschool program that we've been using for over 11 years now. And it's where I learned about the logical fallacies, and they are sponsoring the show for the next four months, which is amazing. So you're going to be hearing about them on the podcast. And if you're interested in homeschooling, but you're not quite sure how, Classical Conversations offers a proven program built around local communities. We have been part of a community for going on 11 years now, um, the families that are all walking the same path together, and it has blessed our family. So you can learn why 45,000 families like ours trust CC with their homeschool journey by visiting classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. Yes, we have our own link and everything. Isn't that cool? Um, And our last name is spelled G-I-B-B-E-N-S, not O-N-S, E-N-S, classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. Our family has loved this program and I'm so happy to be able to share it with you. Okay, number four of big news. Um, I was able to, uh, to interview Elizabeth Urbanowitz for the podcast, which is dropping this week. So you're going to hear it <laughs> shortly. If you know who she is, you're super excited to listen. If you don't know who she is, you're going to thoroughly enjoy the episode as we dive into the question of 
What is truth? Can we know truth? How do we stand for truth? How do we discern truth from feelings? And in this um, in this interview, she has a special message for both teens and for parents who are trying to navigate a world that's full of relativism and says that there is no absolute truth. And I, I can't wait for you to hear it. So um, it's an excellent episode. Um, it's dropping next after this one. So it's going to be it's going to be really good. All right. I had to just start off and give you all an update. Thank you guys for listening. Seriously, thank you. I am so excited to be able to serve you in this way. I'm so excited that you like this message and that you understand the importance of it. Thank you for sharing it. Um, if you would take a minute right now, if you have not reviewed the show, would you do that? Whatever, However you're listening to it, would you just go and make and leave a review? It helps me. It'll help the show kind of get back up and running now that we're um, producing new episodes, and I would really appreciate it. Okay. Let's dive into today's fallacy. We are going to be talking about another appeal, and this one is going to be is called the appeal to the consequences of a belief. Sometimes you'll just hear it called appeal to consequences. As I've discussed in previous episodes, there are a lot of fallacies that fall under the banner of being an appeal. Appeal to fear, appeal to technology, appeal to pity. Um, You can go back and listen to those. I've got a bunch of episodes on them. There's actually a lot more (laughs) that fall under the category of these appeals. And they all do similar things, but they each have nuances. So today, let's kind of dive into the nuances of the appeal to the consequences of a belief because we see this one a lot in society around us. So first, let's define it. Um, An appeal to the consequences of a belief happens when someone says that an idea or a belief must be true because if people don't accept it as being true, then there would be negative consequences. Or conversely, looking at it from the other way, they could argue that something must be false because if people don't accept it as being false, then there would be negative consequences. So it's a type of emotional appeal that says something has to be true or false based on how desirable the outcome of the idea would feel. And I know maybe that sounds a little nebulous. So let me give you an example, kind of a silly example, um, to help make it more clear. If I were to say this, heaven must be full of adorable puppies and kittens because I would not want to spend eternity in a place with no puppies or kittens. Okay, do you see the error there? Just because I would really like the consequences of my idea does not actually mean it's true. Or how about this one? Colorado is a terrible place to go in the winter because there's snow and people would get way too cold. Okay, so cold may be one of the consequences of going to Colorado in the winter, but does that mean Colorado is a terrible place to go in the winter? No, not at all. I live here and it's amazing. (laughs) We just wear appropriate clothes and we go snowboarding, snowshoeing, hiking. There's tons of fun activities to do in the winter. So again, just because of the consequences of something doesn't make something true. The problem with the thinking here is that the desirability or the undesirability of the consequences of an idea or belief have no bearing on whether the idea or the belief is actually true or false. Just because puppies in heaven would make me really happy doesn't actually make it true that there are going to be puppies in heaven. Okay, let me give you a few more examples of the appeal to consequences of a belief. How about this one? I just don't believe that my friend lied to me because if she did, our friendship would be over and I'm not ready for it to be over. Okay, do you see the problem? Just because you don't want the consequence of the friendship to end doesn't mean that your friend didn't lie to you. Or how about this one? Hillary Clinton is not a criminal. I mean, if she were a criminal, then the American people would have chosen a criminal to run in a presidential election. Okay, so you have to stop and ask yourself if that's really the thing that would determine whether or not she was a criminal. 
right? You have to ask yourself, is it really true? So if you think you might be facing an appeal to the consequences of a belief, the question to ask yourself is this, just because we might like the outcome, does that mean it's actually true? Or to put it another way, just because we don't like the outcome, does that mean it's actually false? All right, guys, there you have it for today. Join me in the next episode, and you will hear my interview with Elizabeth Urbanowitz. I promise you will not be disappointed. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.